Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry, and sometimes they bring on CEOs and and creators of things. Yes. And today, as I see on every episode, we've got a great show for you. We've got Leah Valencia Key. She created. Leah Valencia Key Jewelry to be wearable reminders to unlock your strength and bravery, radiating your fullest potential. And welcome to the show. And we're excited to have her on. In fact, we um was introduced to her as she spoke at the Jamie Kern Lima oh, Becoming yes. Unstoppable live event. Yes, that was amazing. We watched yeah. that whole thing that day. We did. And when so excited. Awesome. And when she came up, we were yes. like Wow, we've got to get her on our show. Yes. Her story will blow your mind. Yes. So Thank Leah, you. welcome to the show. Yes. Thank welcome. you. I'm so honored, grateful, and excited just to be here and be part of your awesome show. Oh, thank thank you. you. You know what's funny is I never get nervous about this, but we just started using that countdown clock at the beginning. We did. And it's, and it's weird watching that countdown because then it makes you more nervous. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm live. <laughs> <laughs> and we do this, you know, we've done this almost 400 times, but it's, it's just that yeah, countdown just clock is like thing, yeah. puts more emphasis, I guess. It does. <laughs> you know, I like a little nerves. I, I like something that excites and triggers emotion. Like, oh, yeah. yes, because it makes it matter and it makes it count. When I feel emotion in things, I'm like, okay, okay, I have passion behind it. So, you know, it's really going to be good. So that clock is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, a friend of mine who was a public speaker and he spoke in front of 20 plus thousand people at a time. And I remember asking him about um, if he still gets butterflies and nervousness. Yeah. And he and I love what he said. He said, the day I don't is the day I quit. That's me all the time. The the day I'm not nervous, the day I don't have fear. I know a lot of people, we, we use the word fear because most fear um, holds us against. It holds us back. It paralyzes us. But if we learn how to really shift and harness that fear, it honestly is a beautiful thing because it keeps you humble. It lets you know that I'm not in control of this. I'm not the best person out here. I may not know how to do this, but I'm going to try to be my best. I'm going to humble myself and learn, and I'm going to put all I can, and it's okay to make mistakes. And so that's how I use fear. So I always want to have that little butterfly in my heart. So, and I want to nice. sometimes worry like, Oh my gosh, am I gonna do good? People ask <laughs> like when I say that, they're like, Oh, you know you're gonna do good. I'm like, I don't know I'm gonna do good. That <laughs> one day <laughs> that yeah. I can't bring one word to my mind. Because we're human, right? Yeah. Yes, all human. Yeah, back at your square table. But yeah, you're yeah. so right on this. Um even even though we've done close to 400 in interviews now, I still get nervous before everyone. Oh, we do, I yes. still pace by like 30 it minutes does. beforehand. Um, I don't really study a whole lot beforehand because I want it to be raw. Me too. Um, I, got, I studied just enough prepare, to, to but prepare. Oh, but, I, but I'm the type of person, if I over-prepare, that's when I will mess up. That's me. That's me. I, actually, it's so funny. I'm so glad you brought that up because... 
I then start questioning myself because you the norm you hear people is to say, prepare, write your notes, write your speech. Did you go over it a million times? Right. Yeah. And that's what you right. normally hear people say, put all this work in. You should put the work in. But I feel people, mm -hmm. the way we work, we're putting the work in in um, different ways, like intangible mm -hmm emotional ways but if i start to try to methodically plan out every word i say i the reason what i do is always has to be from the heart right I have yes, to be yes from a place of service i pray i believe in god but i want you don't the holy to spirit chance to work either. the holy spirit yes and whoever you pray to or believe in right but right. i believe that i'm guided so I ask that my heart lead, not my mind. Now there yeah. is, this, and mm -hmm. then someone told me, um, his name is Trey. He does Yaystack. He's doing this new application service, but he mm -hmm. said, but Leah, remember it is a balance. The mind does have to come in because you need to know the basics of what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, of course. But then you mm -hmm. let your heart lead. And then I, I find as soon as I just release from here and move to here, oh, the beauty and the power and the way that people are touched is really miraculous. So I always want to be here at all times. Yeah. And, and you know, sometimes when we have guests on, the PR companies will ask us for the questions ahead of time. I'm yeah. like, well, I can send you questions, but I can't guarantee you that's what we use. Yeah. <laughs> because because yeah. again, I, you know, it's whatever comes like, you know, we've already started to show the way different than I normally start because again, <laughs> I allow it to go where it needs to go. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need because you're doing, we're doing all of this to serve. It's the number one goal. We're, we're sharing our voice. We're showing up to be of some inspiration or some word of encouragement to some heart that is looking for it that day. And we can't methodically plan that need. We just have to follow what is given through us to a higher power to then provide out what someone needs in that moment. And I really do love the beauty of spontaneity. It's a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah, because, you, know, you know, you hear so many people say, you know, I remember watching a motivational speaker on thing and I, kind of, I disagree with this philosophy. But he says, as long as you're prepared, you won't be nervous. And, mm -hmm. I, you know, again, I can't, you know, I got a couple questions and then I let things go. I'm the type that's, that we just got to flow. I want a conversation. Yeah. We've got to flow with each other. Yeah. And sometimes it's harder with yeah. some guests than others. Yeah, yeah. sometimes. But, a lot, but in most cases, most people, because, you know, we interview artists, actors and all that. So they can usually yeah. talk anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? So as long as they can talk, we have a conversation. We have a great one. We hit heart points. We hit story points. You know, and I, and I do what I can because, again, I can't just be one of these people that has to go, da, 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 da. You know, yeah. I, I will... It takes, in fact, I heard a TED talk yesterday, matter of fact, that said um, professionalism is destroying creativity. Oh, really like good. And she uses, oh she uses a lot of stats in it to talk about how, you know, if that the more professional you become, and she really talked about the hiring process that yeah. a lot of people will have somebody in front of them they're hiring and just because they don't look professional to them they don't hire them and they could be the best fit for the job and they don't even see it yes and you know it's so funny you mentioned that this morning 
um, I was talking and I was writing an email. I write how I speak. So if you ever <laughs> get an email from me, it is very interesting. A bunch of emojis, <laughs> all caps, however mm -hmm. I speak. And so I decided years ago to free myself from the bondage of how a professional email should look because I was paralyzing myself, right? Grammar and writing is not my strength. I grew up in the inner city of Philadelphia in one of the most impoverished neighborhoods ever. So my schooling is very was very challenged. So I must admit my strength is not in writing. And I found myself in the early part of my life being bound by that fear and crippled by me scared to write because of my um, challenges with it, right? Mm -hmm, and yeah. then the moment yeah. I freed myself up and said, in the most effort way, you know, I'm going to try to find the incorrect spelling, right? I'm going mm -hmm. yeah. to yeah, of course. I'm going to try my best to allow you to be able to read it. <laughs> yeah. But but in that, I decided the way to combat that is to type like I am through words. If I'm yelling all the time, then I'm giving you a cap. If you, at first you may think I'm yelling and offend you, but then the fifth or sixth time you get my email, you're like, oh my God, she's always excited. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just freeing for me and then it's freeing for others to then take me out of the box that they would normally put other people in and just truly accept me for me. And so I encourage everyone who's listening get, shake out of those bondage boxes of norms that society is parametering us around. There are some things that we can do that help us. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. But there yes. are some things that we're boxing ourselves in. And like you said, which is preventing us from our greatness. And mm -hmm. the goal mm -hmm. is to walk into your greatness every day of your life. And that's when you break the change of what someone told you you should be or act or say, you know, you, you know, that's just like um, <clears throat> part of a podcast group. And there's always this um, argument back and forth with people in, in this group where you got one side extreme that thinks that you got you got to have these great mics. You got to have all this. You got everything's got to be perfect or don't do the show. You, mm -hmm. And then you got the other side argues with that, says, no, just do it. You know, and then you'll learn as you go. And I'm on that side. But I remember I got to thinking about this. And I was telling Cindy about this earlier. I was like, you know, the dilemma with that, you know, you, you know, they edit everything out of their podcast to make them sound polished. Well, yeah. here's one of the problems. What if you get hired to speak and, and all of a sudden they hear you on a podcast? Yes. Now you go speak and they're like, Oh, expect the same that's not the same person that I've, right. been, that I've been listening to because they yeah. edit all the little bits out. Well, we're a raw show. You yeah. get, you know, basically we don't edit here and you Love get it. us. So if somebody yeah. hires us, yeah. they will know what they're getting. They know what they're getting. I love that. I, I think that's so freeing. You know, the beauty is, I guess both ways serve you because what I realized is there are so many different type of people yeah. and personalities in the world, right? And we try to make everyone be a certain way or a certain personality. And that's where we struggle instead of 
embracing everyone's strength. Some people are methodical. They have to be perfect. They will edit that out. So when they go to real speak engagement, they will make sure that they get to the editing thing. That is miraculous. I honor them. I want them in my life because they make me better. Right? But then there are some people like us where we're like, no, the beauty of us is the difference. The beauty of us is the the epically thing you're like oh did i do that i'm sorry you know what i mean the beauty of us is that rawness and that openness because i think people need to see all of that they need to Mm -hmm. see the perfectionist so they can work on being better but then they need to see these people that are in their most imperfectly perfect way so that they know that they can embrace themselves just the way they are and still do it anyway i'm truly from the school of do it. Yep. Do it not mm-hmm. being prepared. Do it. Of course, you do a little research. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just, right. to, just to get yourself understanding. Like, know what you're talking about. But don't wait for you to have all the tools. Don't wait for um, someone or the numbers to lead up for you to say that you're great. You're great right now. When you start, you're great. And the only thing you can do, honestly, is get better every time you do something. And that is beautiful when you live in that way. Yep, and and, you know, that's how we were because um, 2019, we we knew we wanted to launch this show and we never launched because I kept saying, we can't be perfect, we can't be this, we can't be that. So finally at the end of 2019, I remember telling Sandy, you know what, we're gonna launch. And I knew that I'm I'm a procrastinator at heart. I knew that. Me too. So what I we're sister and brother. Clearly. So what I did was my mom passed away years ago, about six months after we married. Over we've been married eighteen years now, but she passed away six months after we did. But her birthday was January third. So I told Sandy, I was like, you know what? We're going to do our first show January third, twenty twenty, and honor my mom in the process. And I knew if I did that, I could not back away. Right, I love it. And that was the launch of our first show. And here it is now, we're almost 400 episodes later. Wow. That's just, it's encouraging and inspiring in itself. And I love, I love you honoring your mother, creating your due through reverencing someone else because sometimes we can't do it for ourselves mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. sometimes we can't we want to like with my dieting i want to do it for myself <laughs> but <laughs> haven't quite got there yet but when it's to speak and touch a heart because i know a i told someone i was going to do it and b that there's a possible heart that needs to hear something i have to say i show up and so it is really beautiful. Thank you for calling that out. Like, m- maybe you can't do it for yourself, but who can you do it for? Yeah, you know, you, know like, you want to do it, right? Yeah, exactly. And you know, that's like you see people on Facebook where they talk about if you're going to quit drinking, then you can't do it for someone else. And I cringe when I see that because that can be the start. I remember um, I went through 19 years of addictions and the first five years of our marriage was really hectic on her because of those addictions. But, you know, she never nagged me, put me down or or anything. She loved me through the addictions. I remember um, sometimes people would tell, oh, she let you walk over her. Like, no, she allowed me to experience God's pure love through her. 
Oh, I don't believe I would be here if she didn't do that. But Ooh. fast forward, you know, talking about the addictions, you know, I wanted so bad to be healed from that. And I asked God to heal me, not because I wanted to be healed, because I knew she deserved better. Wow. Oh, that's beautiful. That is so beautiful and a great way of thinking. It actually helps shift my mindset because, you know, you're always trying to do it for yourself, like do it for yourself. But sometimes you can't show up for yourself, but who can you show up for? Mm -hmm. And then what you're saying is when you show up for someone else, it then kicks you into gear to show up for yourself. Because the desire mm-hmm. for you is already there. You're, you're serving yourself regardless, right? Because you know yeah. you want to do it. But now you just need something, a little fuel in your gas tank to get the motor started to show exactly. up for you. Yeah. I think that's a beautiful thing. You know, that's like I remember hearing a motivational speaker say this, and I've loved this. He says, your first name is about you, but your uh-huh. last name is about legacy. Ooh. <laughs> And speaking of that, let's go there a little bit about you. Oh, that was a nice little segue moment. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Yes, I think that's actually amazing. It's funny you say that because I created Valencia Key Jewelry and I would, you know, my journey, I briefly talked about where the humble beginnings I started from, but I love how you share what you've been through in your life and how you're sitting here with us today. And that's my purpose on life to share what I've been through and Mm -hmm. consistently go through. And part of that was homelessness with my mother. She, um, I self-diagnosed that she was, or diagnosed that she was paralyzed by fear Mm -hmm. um, to get out of these bondage and society stereotypes, I believe bound Mm -hmm. her. And in this way, yes, she couldn't get out of the stereotypes that were placed on her because of where we were born into. Right. Uh, But she knew that there was something greater within here and the power that she had was her mouth. And she would speak these words of greatness into her children. Wow. And it was beautiful because there was a moment where she broke bad, went to worse, like life can get, we know, right? And mm-hmm. she broke her leg in three places. And from that moment, we went from poverty to destitute. Mm-hmm. Meaning we lost everything we had. And we wound up in a homeless shelter, a mother with three children and oh, nothing, wow. nowhere to go, nothing. And I'm super young. I like the third person it and say little Leah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Little Leah was seeing all this struggle and this pain and this this anger and violence all around me. And I started to follow that because I didn't know any better. But mm-hmm. there goes my mother. She wasn't able to kick out of herself, right? But like you said, show up for others. She was able to show up for her children in the form of words. And she told mm-hmm. us that your predicament does not determine your destiny. Yeah, that's right. We may be right here, but this does not have to be your destiny. She also says, You may be in it, but you are not of it. Mm -hmm. I get emotional thinking about it because you, you, someone right now may be in something that's not who you are. 
Yeah. Yes. God told you who you are. Mm-hmm. God whispers in your heart, in your spirit, in your mind who you are, which is counterintuitive of what you see around you. So mm-hmm. it's conflicting to you, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. So I love having these words of uh, starting with my mother, but then shows like yours that we can speak these words into someone else's life and say, wherever you are, you may be in it, but you aren't of it. And you can Mm -hmm. just, you can decide your destiny. So I start, I I didn't get that initially, you know, it takes one. No, even God said to be, that you've got to be in the world, world, but don't be of the world. Yes, you may be in the world, but not of the world. That's exactly. And I thought it was crazy because she would never let us go and play with the, the children in a homeless shelter or go outside when we had to move mm-hmm. to a housing project because it was nothing but violence and nothing but negativity. Mm-hmm. We didn't get that as a young child, but she wanted to protect us yeah. from that, mm-hmm. that world, right? And Especially the mental. Yeah, it's, it's all meant because everything starts here, right? It does. It started here. So she would pour into us in our minds what she wanted us to get because she couldn't get us out of the environment. Powerful to me. And so I'm still being little Leah, being a young person, not getting that predicament concept yet. And so I'm failing in school. And she then one day I come. And she stops me. She meets me right at the door and she says, Leah, do you want to be, I love sharing this because it's so powerful. Do you want to be a follower or do you want to be a leader? Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm in like fifth grade to give you perspective, young. And I'm clueless on what she's saying. And so she continues and she says, right now you are following you are following the environment that you're in and that you see. And guess what, Leah? You're going to be exactly what you see mm-hmm. because that's what you're following. Or you can lead. You can lead your life, not anybody else's life. You can lead your life to the destiny that you choose. You can choose to find the light. You can choose to find a situation outside of where we are if you decide to lead your life. And she left it there. And I like to say that was the light that opened truly my life at such a young age because before that, I didn't know I had the power of choice. I just thought, you see it, you do it. That's what we do around here, right? We, mm-hmm. we act mm-hmm. up, we don't do right things. But then when my mother said that I could be something different and all I had to do was choose, I just start to choose. I chose yeah. school, mm-hmm. I chose education. I start to follow the light. I actually say, I start to choose my life and, mm-hmm. choose, and choose light. And from that moment, my mother then saw that I start to sparkle because I got on honor roll. I was I was excelling, wow. first person in wow. college uh, to only go to college. Like things really still challenges, but through those challenges, things just start to light up in my path through choice. And so then my mother said, "Oh, you are sparkling now." This is before she passed. I lost my mother also at a young age. This is right before she passed. She said, ooh, Leah, I see it. I see it. You are sparkling. You have so much light inside of you. And she gave me these little cheap earrings. And she said, always wear your earrings. These are symbols of the greatest light Mm -hmm. that you have inside of you. 
And I just thought that was so, it just clicked on the parallel and the power of symbolism. Yes. Wear on your body to remember because after that, my mother passed. And so you may lose great people in your life. The people that you talk to may, you can't ask them for guidance, but you can have these beautiful wearable symbols that remind you of the greatness inside. So I kept pushing my journey. And then I really decided, I I really got around um, a lot of beautiful, awesome women and men and people that were doing great things. So mm-hmm. I'd love mm-hmm. to, to say that your surroundings, who you decide to surround yourself around is a heavy impact of where you can go in life. Yep. And it has nothing to do with what they can do for you. Please do not try to get a, become a friend to someone. It's a mental thing. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they don't need to do anything for you. Actually, please don't want anything from them. But the power mm-hmm. of being around some great-minded people will catapult you in the most miraculous way because you just absorb how they work. They are mm. passionate. They're doors. They fall. They get back up. They're, the joy is in the detail. They dream big things, and then they walk toward their dreams. And then you and realize- the big thing like, is they do because they a, lot do. Of time, a lot of times you got people that will like, you know, like, you know, we don't have an iPhone, so we're not on Clubhouse. But I, I don't watch have an iPhone people, either. Yes. But I watch people. <laughs> I watch so many people on Facebook spend hours and hours and hours on there. And I'm like, you know what? Clubhouse has become another procrastinator's dream. Oh. All it's done is Ooh, fill people up nice. with information constipation. Oh. And, and, you know, until they actually go act. Clubhouse won't even make a difference for their life. And that's what's happening. It's become another just place to go. Oh, I'm doing something for me. Look, and they're just listening, but you're not. I would would rather have ignorance on fire than knowledge on ice. What? That is a... Amazing. That is exactly how I believe. I believe, you know, you gotta, I always love, I always say I love Nike's slogan. I, I take slogans apart, right? And I say them in my head, Nike, um, just do it. I always say it to him, like, like, just do it. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. the outcome. It doesn't matter what people think about you. It doesn't matter what the results are, what the numbers say. Just do it. Don't read too much about it. Like read later. (laughs) Do first. You know what I mean? Figure it out. And I think that is really powerful. Like what you're saying, you become, if you surround yourself with doers, then you will do. Mm -hmm. And I start to, um, just by the nature of choosing life and joy for myself, um, life and joy and people start to surround me. Jamie Kern Lima founder of It Cosmetics, uh, Tatcha, Vicky Sai, founder of Tatcha, uh, but but to wow. name so many people, I have so many hearts. And that you've been on QVC now, haven't you? QVC, I've been able um, to launch last year mm-hmm. on QVC, my jewelry, because I was around these beautiful hearts that were doing great things and they showed me that all things were possible. So yeah. I realized I had been hand sketching these jewelry designs 
as um, an homage to my mother of showing me how jewelry can be this symbolism of light and greatness. Mm -hmm. And then when I saw these beautiful lights giving a gift to the world in different forms, and if you have a passion and if you have something to give, it actually, it becomes life changing when you give it to someone. So then I decided I am going to jump and start my jewelry line called Valencia Key. Wow. And Valencia actually means brave. And this is the, the name my mother gave me, which parallels back to what we were talking about getting teary-eyed because Valencia is my middle name. It means brave and key, my last name, means to unlock. And wow. so the mission wow. of Valencia Key Jewelry is to be these wearable, tangible visual pieces that help you to unlock the bravery, unlock the light, unlock the joy, unlock the perseverance. Because when you stretch your hands out and see it, there are tangible results that all things are possible. Because if I can come from the most poverty stricken neighborhood to where society says I should be so many horrible places, but not here on this show, mm -hmm. for you to be tangibly wearing my jewelry, if I can, you all definitely can. And it's these wearable reminders that you've got this and you can do it because here's the results and the proof. And so I'm just so grateful to have that opportunity to use my journey mm -hmm. and use my mm -hmm. learnings to inspire others because I feel that we're all destined for all of our dreams to come true. Yeah. And you know, that's that. how we feel with our show. You know, we want to, mm -hmm. you know, we, to be honest, in most people's eyes, we should not be, we, we, I mean, we still struggle financially and all that. Yeah, um, we, have side we, we have side jobs to keep us afloat. I have and, a and, main job to keep me afloat. Yeah. I'm still working. <laughs> and, and, you know, and so, so in most people's eyes, if they seen how we really live, they would yes. be like, there's no way you could do what we do, but yet we're doing it. And I mean, we, it's funny because we deliver um, food in the evenings. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so there are times where like, I remember we were driving, delivering a food. I was like, can you believe tomorrow we've got Randy Travis coming on our show? Yes. Wow. While we're out delivering. And, and then um, recently we had um, the, the former CEO of Chipotle come on. Yeah. Wow. And we're and we're sitting here like, what in the world is going? I mean, we've had Sarah Evans come on. Yeah. Wow. We've we've had um so many great people come on. Ed Asner. Ed Asner, the big actor that. there. Wow. And, amazing. And it's been just amazing. And we just want our show to be where when when we tell our story of me going through 19 years of addictions, her sticking with me at the beginning, us yeah. being married. You know, we yeah, we met online. Um, in 2002 when it was taboo and 16 days later we were engaged seven months later you know, and then eight months later we were married. So, and here wow. it is. 18, you know, so when we tell our story, we just want people to understand if we can do oh, this, yeah, we can do this. We know you we're can. Working. There's no excuses. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> and the more we do this in different forms, like, you and your TV show, me through my jewelry, someone else through whatever they do, we are collectively rising the human race to their greatness and shattering bondages, shattering stereotypes, shattering the society norms that so many of us are bound with. And mm -hmm. I think it's so healing when we can stand up and say, 
here's our story. Shatter that that false thing that someone told you to be true in your life. And you know, because I remember listening to Steve Harvey. He talked about that. You're, you're talking about shatter. Made me think of this. He yeah. said that um, T.D. Jakes told him that before you go to a new level in life, there's mm. going to be a glass ceiling. Ooh. And the glass ceiling is so you can see through it. So you can yeah. see where you want to go, but you've got to shatter that glass. And when you shatter that glass, there's going to be bloodshed. Ooh. There's going to be people around you that may not like where you're going. There's going to mm -hmm. be other obstacles, but there's going to be bloodshed. But that's the only way to go to that next level. And I love that because I'm like you, you know, people see me on these platforms but i love to be real raw and say i am the super baby startup my friends are helping me pack boxes i have one other person helping pack boxes i'm in here packing the boxes myself i am your customer mm -hmm. service <laughs> i am your web designer <laughs> i am marketing i i am everything and i work my um full-time wow you know wow. that's and, a lot so, that is a lot is a lot but it's worth it because and so when people say well how do i do what i want to do you better have some passion and a why behind it and i know oh, you yes. know that out a lot but if someone really takes that to the core i i like i created um this collection called rooted and then oh, root texture because i found myself coming against all of these obstacles right and all these challenges and i found myself mm -hmm. being swayed but i always found myself standing back up strong and i'm like how is that possible and i said oh it's because when i was younger i defined and every day till now i define what i'm rooted in mm -hmm. i'm rooted mm -hmm. in love i'm rooted in joy i'm rooted in perseverance and it I'm all prepared you for this moment and got and those are preparing for these moments and i'm rooted in sharing the message of my journey to help bring someone along to where they can be so if i'm rooted in that it doesn't matter what the storms are doing mm -hmm. because my roots are so deep i may sway and waver and say i'm going to give up a million times but at the end of the day i'm going to stand back up and do the serve the service that i said i was going to do through valencia key mm -hmm. jewelry and so i really love people to define what you're rooted in and you know what's funny about that is um i remember in our 18 years of marriage um seeing that i would be out out and about and I'd end up in a conversation with people and I'm talking strangers, not um, people I know. And Sandy would know if, if I get at least a little deep in two, three minutes, we're there 30, 60 minutes. It's just get, it's a given. We're going to oh, be yeah. there. Sometimes she used to roll her eyes and all that. She'd get really mad. <laughs> and, and, and she's like, we need to go. And, but I, I kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And what's funny about it, we kind of laugh about it now. I did, we did this thousands of times, had no idea that one day we would be holding conversations on a show for 30 to 60 minutes at a time. Wow. God is preparing you for what is to come. And, and that's everything in life, even in the struggle, right? Like it's, it's the mindset. It all is here. Yep. Even when mm -hmm. we go through these really hard, challenging times. 
how are you going to process that hardship? Because that's what makes the difference in life, right? I lost my mother. I lost my grandmother. I lost my aunt. These three women that raised me, that were my pillars, all in a short amount of time, someone Mm. says, Mm. I shouldn't be standing. I should Mm. be depressed. I should not have light around me. But it's all in the shift of the mind because what I decided to say was, wow, God, thank you for these three pillars in my life. And they poured so much greatness in me. My job is to radiate their light to the world. Wow. My, My duty is to not sink, but to rise because that's what they poured into me. And that's my mind shifts list. So you can decide to say, oh God, why did I lose all the people in my life? I have nothing anymore, mindset. Or my duty is to rise because that's what they poured into me. Yes. Second mindset, right? Which mindset do you want? You're the same human being. You just choose the path that you decide you want to ride on. And so I say in every journey, look at the two differences in mindsets that you can take from that hardship and then decide the one that has the most light and the most greatness and the most joy and possibility, even through the pain and push towards that one. Because not only will you heal yourself, you'll heal so many other people around you. Yeah, and my mindset over the years has changed where I used to be one of the people that believe you do whatever you need to to just make money. Yeah. Um, and then down the road, you can live your passion. I, I, I actually disagree with that now. I, I used to preach that. But mm-hmm. now I realize I've got so many friends that were in that mode where they, they're, they're, they postpone their passion so they could make the money first. And now mm-hmm. they're dead. Yeah. Before they get to the passion. It's like, you know what? You know, like the book, um, Success to Significance. So many people are trying to live that. I'm like, what if God wants you to go from significance to success? Because again, I'm adding to that. The truth is you're already significant. So the mm -hmm. the truth Mm -hmm. is, right, we're we're looking for the significance. Plant where you are. Right. Exactly. We're looking for the success right now. But tangibly if you decide that you're great even if the money doesn't say it mm-hmm. even if you're surrounded don't still say great. It, if you stand up and say i'm great you've got to become great because you're walking in your greatness and you don't have to wait for someone to tell you you're great you can choose to be great and then you find ways to be great but what we mm-hmm. also try to do is follow what other people want us to be and do mm-hmm. and and then wear that mask Oh, yes. Then that's that's where we never win. We never, you may make all the money in the world, but you've never become truly successful at heart because you're yeah. always trying to trace what someone else told you to be. That's like and, a lot of people with marriage. They believe that marriage should be done a certain way. Well, yeah. I had this belief when I, before I met her, I had this belief that I wanted this utopia type marriage where we were together 24 seven to build a legacy together. So I actually thought, felt like God told me my wife was online and he would lead me to her. And so my deal breaker and people got mad at me for this, but my deal breaker was I would ask women if it were possible. And I wasn't saying you had to, I said, mm-hmm. if it were possible, would you consider a, 
living a 24-7 marriage to build a legacy together. And, oh, I got called all kinds of names until her. She comes along and she says, I've never heard of that kind of marriage. But mm. if that were even remotely possible, that Can't would hurt. be amazing. And here wow. we are. We live, We have lived that 24-7 marriage since day one. Wow. You know why? That's so beautiful because you know what your joy is. You know what's good for you. And it is out there. A lot of people are going to tell you it's not out there. So then we put our desires to the shelf, right? Mm-hmm. Someone's going to tell right. you, oh, that's a crazy idea. No one's going to do a 24-hour thing. But Sandy was out there waiting for you. But if yeah. you had have not listened to your inner heart and stayed true to what you knew to be true for your life, you wouldn't have met beautiful Sandy. So yeah. I would encourage that people really start knowing that whatever is inside of here is really what's meant for you. Mm -hmm. So stay true to that, stay on course to that. And if you stay in that path, you will find your people, you will find your tribe, you will find your life, Mm -hmm. you will find your joy. The way you lose course, the way you lose happiness, is start dividing yourself from what other people are saying and trying to follow others instead of leading your own life. Yep, amen. And you know, speaking of family, we've got a third co-host, our nine-year-old, oh, yes, that we bring on to ask on. a question oh, yes, before, we, before we end this. Yes, his name's Christopher, I will get him. And, and we've got a two-year-old little daughter that when she gets older, we'll be plugging her into our show too. I love it. We I are love a family it. affair. I love the babies. This is exciting. I'm just loving. I love our mindset, you know, and and it's not right or it's not wrong, but it's a way of thinking. And then and someone needs to hear it because Mm -hmm. they know these things to be true, too. And it's just powerful when you hear people sync up to what your vision and heart is saying to be true, too. It's just confirmation. I love confirmation. Most definitely. Because again, you know, I never know where the show is going to go. I mean, I didn't hit nothing that I had down, but you know what? I love, I actually love it when that happens because then it becomes a different show. Yeah. Because again, the title is Up Close and Personal because that's what we want. We want a show to where we get up close and personal. And I remember um, we had a guy come on the show who is a singer. And and, um, I remember um, him saying, I think he thought we were getting too personal. And he's like, I like to stick to music. And I, I said, do you know, do you even know what our tagline is called? He says, no. Uh-huh. I was like, up close and personal. And he was right. like, oh. And then he thought about it. And he says, you know what? I think I've actually opened up more on your show than I ever have on any other oh. show. I was, like, I was like, see, that's our point. I love that. Hi. Hi, Leah. So what's your favorite food? Oh, my favorite foods, I love this question. I love salmon. I may be pronouncing that wrong. <laughs> um, I love shrimp and spinach. Isn't that mm. weird? But yeah. spinach is one of my favorites. <laughs> and what's yours? Pizza. Oh, people love pizza. I, now, I will eat a good pizza. So I can do <laughs> that. Okay, next question. All right, what's your favorite TV show? Oh, gosh. Okay, so lately I've been watching so much TV. It's so bad. And favorite? 
Let me try to pick pick one. Um, well, I would. This is one of my favorites, and it just came to my top mind. It's called Bridgington. It's on Netflix. It was so oh. good. What's your favorite? My SpongeBob. <gasps> I love SpongeBob. First of all, he's yellow. So if yeah. I love, you know, I love SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what's funny is, um, well, what's been cool is, you know, he watches a lot of Nickelodeon shows. And we've been able to bring on a lot of people from Nickelodeon onto our show. So he's been able oh, to talk to a lot of people that he watches. Oh. And he you loves that. such a cool opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> oh, bye. I love your shirt. <laughs> and, and, and what's cool about this, too, because we bring on actors, too, we actually have next week coming on um, the actress that played um, the most probably evil woman ever on a soap history, Sheila Carter on Young and the Restless. Wow, oh, the Young and the Restless. I remember yes. the Young and the Restless. Yeah, yes, yeah. if you remember Sheila Carter, she, um, the actress that plays her is Kimberlyn um, Brown. And yeah. she's coming on our show next week. So we're, you know, again, wow. this is, we, we're just sitting here like, we can't believe this we is our show. We've got like, people like you come on. we got people like Kimberlyn, yeah, Randy Travis. And awesome. we're just sitting here like, and, and we're just sitting here like, we get to do this. We're just so That's excited. Amazing. Thank you all for living out your purpose and your dream. Thank you for shattering those glass ceilings. And I, I'm just grateful that you all saw my light and wanted oh, yeah. me to be a part of your greatness because this is so fun. I'm like loving everything we talk about. <laughs> and what's bad about it is because we do have a uh, 3 p.m. Um, another interview. Yeah, I could talk all day long. But me because too. of that, you know, we have to close it out. So if you want to say any final parting words and how people yes. can reach out to you, please do. Yes. Thank you again for everyone watching and listening. I appreciate your heart for allowing my heart to pour in your heart. Thank you, Chris and Sandy, for being so kind and being so awesome. And I'd love for you to visit ValenciaKey.com. It's my website. You know, first, just put your email in and sign up in the joy. Just stay connected with me because I like sending words of inspiration and encouragement. Um, to me, it's a joy thing and it's a love thing. So it's not just this it's not sales, it's community. And I want to stay connected in that community. Yeah. I'd love yeah. for you to one day wear Valencia Key jewelry because I believe when we wear these symbols and we are radiating towards our greatness, like you all are saying, like you're just deciding to do it. And then you have these symbols of Valencia Key. My job is for one day you just to be wearing this symbol and someone looks at it and says, oh, they're inspiring me that it's possible. Wow. Oh, I wow. see them radiating okay. their light. And, and she's telling me if she can be standing where she is or he can be sitting where he is, then I can too. So that's my job and journey to like bring people along with us. But I'm also on Instagram. I love Instagram, social media. Follow me on two places. One is where my jewelry lives. I love showing every woman, every man, everybody wearing Valencia Key jewelry and having words of inspiration with it. And that's at Valencia Key Design. And then if you want to learn a little bit about my life and where Leah goes in the world, <laughs> it's at Leah Valencia Key. So right. follow me everywhere. And I just love for us to stay connected. 
we inspire each other. We love that. You know, and yeah. we really enjoyed having you on the show today. Yeah. We definitely look forward to having you back. Absolutely. Count me in. Sounds good. Sounds great. Y'all have Thank a great you. day. Thanks so much for your time today.